In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Mothers always help us to remember things we easily forget. Because the church is a good mother for us, she chose very carefully the first word of the introit of today's Mass. Reminiscere, which means to remember. Each particular Mass could have a name from the first word of the introit. That's why we call the fourth Sunday of Lent, Letare Sunday, or Sunday for Rejoicing, because Letare is the first word of the introit. So, since the word Reminiscere means to remember, we can call the Mass today Mass for Remembering. After ten days of Lent, the Church is reminding us not to forget our resolutions. We must remember to think of God and to focus more closely in our spiritual life all throughout each one of these 40 days of Lent. Just as memory loss in an aging person may be one of the first signs of decline, so also in our spiritual life, the failure to remember God and what He does for us is the beginning of the end. Such is the lesson which Holy Mother Church is teaching us through the example of St. Peter and the Apostles today. In the Gospel of the Transfiguration, Jesus is showing us the supernatural beauty of His divine nature to Peter and the Apostles. Jesus wants them to remember His divinity and not to forget it during the upcoming tragedy of His Passion. Jesus even reminds them that He will rise again from the dead. So today's Transfiguration foretells tomorrow's resurrection. But, as we know, in the Garden of Gethsemane, and on Good Friday, Peter forgot the transfiguration. Peter failed to remember Jesus' promise of resurrection after the Passion. And so his forgetfulness led to his triple denial of Christ. While forgetting is simply a sad fact of our limited human nature, no one is perfect. There is nevertheless a type of forgetfulness which results from negligence through our own fault. And like St. Peter and the Apostles, we all face that same danger of spiritual forgetfulness. Each day we can get caught up in so many distractions. The media and material goods feed our excessive desires to be comfortable, to be popular, to be in the know. Our everyday busyness, even for good things, includes frustrations and disappointments. While the problems of life in today's world may fill us with anger and disgust. All of the above can form a perfect storm which can easily make us forget what this life is all about. We forget that God created us and redeemed us for heaven. That is our true home. We fail to remember that everything we are and have is a free gift generously given to us 
by the God who loves us. We forget our duty to give God the daily prayer He rightly deserves. We forget that God loves us so much and that He has always brought us through the hardest times. If we forget about God and don't give Him any time or effort, we can begin to view ourselves as independent from Him. We can fall into a false sense of self-sufficiency. In some people, this forgetfulness grows to the point of resenting God's commands as inconveniences, intrusions, or violations of human autonomy. God's messengers become annoying to such people, and they dismiss them, they reject them, or persecute them, like the Old Testament Israelites did to those prophets whom were sent to help people remember God. So tragically, the forgetfulness of our society today has gone on unchecked. That its resentment becomes hatred for anything that seems to threaten human independence. We even see hatred for our Lord Himself and hatred for our Holy Mother, the Church. But the church, as our mother, is constantly guarding us against this spiritual forgetfulness, large or small. And in the Holy Liturgy, with the seasons and the feasts of the liturgical year, the church is walking us through the life of Christ. She is reminding us year after year of what our Lord said and did for us. She teaches us to understand how to practice divine teaching and the concrete circumstances of life today. And on each day, the church is encouraging us and giving us graces so that we can continue and that we can arrive safe and sound at our heavenly home. In each Mass, the sacrifice of our Lord upon the cross is made truly present here upon the altar in obedience to our Lord's command Do this in memory of me. Because our Lord has established the church as a mother. A mother who is the living memory of what he said and did upon earth. Let us then be grateful sons and daughters of Holy Mother Church. Let's observe her teachings. Follow her instructions. And receive her graces, especially through the liturgy. Otherwise, we will surely fall into that dark and dangerous forgetfulness of God. And finally, you will notice an interesting twist in the text of the introit. The word reminishere is put into our mouths as we remind God to remember and not to forget. Not that we actually think that God could really forget, since He is all-wise and all-knowing, But we can use this expression, which is called in theology anthropomorphic, because sometimes in our trial, it seems to us, through our eyes, that God is waiting and waiting and waiting before saving us. Salvation can take so long that we think that 
he might have forgotten about us. Indeed, when we look at the crisis among Catholics today, the moral decadence in our world, we may indeed feel perhaps forgotten by God and thus compelled to cry out to him so that he wakes up and remembers us. But let us be reassured, as the prophet Isaiah writes, God remembers each one of us. Even if a mother should forget her child, yet I shall never forget you, says the Lord. Indeed, God has a plan according to which we must be tried and purified over time. But we tend to be like the apostles who want, right now, to go on and on remaining comfortable in their tents, enjoying the glorious vision of the transfiguration. Peter wanted to contemplate Christ glorified, but before our Lord won the glory by his passion and death. Peter wanted the prize without the struggle, and we are often like him, in that we would like to have the gospel without sacrifice, holiness without prayer, virtue without effort, communion without confession, and Easter without Lent. In St. Peter, we can see ourselves trying to find a shortcut, an easier route, a detour, some way of avoiding the cross. However, God's plan for us is that each one of us, we take up our own cross, and thus we share in the passion of Jesus. But to encourage us and to strengthen our weakness, God has given us a reflection of his transfiguration in this holy liturgy. In the liturgy, there is a beauty and a harmony in the prayers and the ritual of the Mass, which remind us that we too will rise again in glory to eternal life in heaven after the crosses and the trials of this life on earth. And so, in our daily hardships, let us not complain, let us not despair, but remember the liturgy and remember the resurrection. So this Lent, let us see the altar as our own mountain of the transfiguration, which God has given us through the church, our mother. And each day, let us read some of the prayers and readings of the Mass, even if we cannot get to church. Let's make our Mass Missal our bedside book. Let's be spiritually united to all of the graces which God is offering to us through the liturgy. And then, we will always remember, and we will never forget, no matter what happens, that Christ rules us, that Christ loves us, that Christ rewards us, Christus vincit, Christus regnat, Christus imparat. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.